Since the Sandbox fans, we are back. This is a different episode. This is not a power rankings. This is not a fantasy rankings. Not a meet the people. Today, we're talking about our most impressive and disappointing plays in the NFL this year. If you guys want to relate it to fantasy, you can. We want to talk about plays just in a natural perspective. That's perfectly fine, too. I'm going to start it off. I'll say I'll say most impressive first. And I'll just... I'll just be a homer here. I'll yeah, I know it's coming. It's like he's <laughs> on my list too. <laughs> I'll have to go with my most impressive player so far to this point this season, Saquon Barkley. I mean, I think so. We're seeing everything that we've wanted to see from Saquon in the exact reason on why we drafted him as a top ten overall pick in the draft. Somebody that we want to, you know, lead our franchise, have an impact in the locker room, be a successful person. On the field and off the field. I mean, that's what you're looking for. And yeah, the injury history has sucked in the past, but um, I really like Saquon's ability to to be the Giants' entire offense at this point. And I can't wait to see what it's going to look like when we actually have ten other guys around him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Gino, Gino Smith, Uncle Gino, great haircut, great play, great leadership. I mean. He's going to lead Seattle to a, a great 7-10. and 10. Yeah. <laughs> great 7-10. and 10. He really is. That's right. mad funny. I also had Geno Smith. All right, board. since you guys did impressive, I'm going to go opposite side. Disappointing. All right. Got a lot of names on each list. A couple of them don't even make sense. No, a couple wow. of them make sense. I have reasoning behind all my picks. First one I'm going to go with, since Lou wants to be an asshole. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> is what it is. Got hurt. Wow. Is what, what is it is. That? It's part of fantasy, brother. Can't put up numbers if he's hurt, can he? So, Kev, is your list entirely based on fantasy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know for the people. Yep. Good to know. Um, I didn't do it that way. That's why I thought we were. Oh, but, no, no, no. But, no, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. I, I wouldn't say he's the mo- like one of the most disappointing players. No, me players, neither, but, but I just wanted to start with him because yeah. I, I heard Lou chirping in my ear. No, nah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's all good, and, and I understand why his name's there. I mean, every single year we talk about these guys that are kind of bust-proof at, at the one through five spot, and they always end up... Being that type, uh, being around that title, I don't want to say that yet, Lou. Uh, I'm also going to go to a disappointment, and I'm just going to address this as a whole. The Bengals' offense should be entirely disappointed. Yeah, that's true. Just as a whole, I'm talking in fantasy, I'm talking in real perspective. The Cincinnati Bengals are still feeling that Super Bowl hangover, and obviously, you know, they weren't victorious in that matchup or anything like that. But it just goes to show you how truly difficult it is. And I'm sure playing football in February when the rest of the teams are on the couch might have an impact on that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Boyd, Tyler Boyd's the only person I could say that's probably still playing like he did last year. Yeah. Hey, that's about it. Hey, <laughs> all reliable. Right, Lou? That was Lou's guy yeah. before T. Higgins was involved. <laughs> Absolutely. I was a huge Boyd guy. Great W3. But a dude that I said would be disappointing this this season, and, and now he's officially hurt, and he just wasn't producing up to that, was Walla. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I can't stress it enough. Um, and then I'm going to throw it back to an impressive guy, Miles Sanders. He, he, stu- he stuck together. I mean, he's been consistent. I think a lot of it's the touches because he wasn't getting them last season. Always getting the touches? Uh, he touches, man. <laughs> he touches all over the field. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he, he's impressed me. I think Philly as a whole has, period. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably have to double down on that. And, you know, I was someone that was 
talking. I don't want to say bad about A.J. Brown, but I didn't know how it was going to be possible that both of those wide receivers were going to have a role. And I said the same for Miami, and, you know, we're seeing that on a daily basis. And I have another homer pick. So this doesn't relate to fantasy in any way, shape, or form. But if you saw the New York Giants play on Sunday and you're not impressed with Daniel Jones, then you're just not watching good football. And, yeah, I get it. It's not, you know, the flashy Mahomes play. It's not what Josh Allen's doing on his feet. But he's a leader. He's a winner. And it's... I. I don't want to. I don't want to say he's the face of the franchise, but those are things that you want to see. And when you're playing a tough Green Bay team in an environment that's uncharacteristic, and you step up and you have three game-winning drives in a row, I mean, for all of our last wins, I feel like that's really impressive. And yeah, I understand the Giants didn't pick up the fifth-year option, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't impressed with Daniel Jones to this point. Mm. No, I agree. So I'm going to keep it, keep the impressive wave going. Guy, actually, I got two guys on the Buffalo Bills. One more impressive than the other. First one's Gabe Davis. think he was kind of, you know, towards the end of last year, one of those borderline guys that everyone was like, all right, like the, he might be something. A little banged up this year, but when he's on the field, he's, he's producing. You know what I mean? He's putting up, fantasy-wise, wide receiver two numbers. You know what I mean? Consistently. Easily. And Devin Singletary is the other one. And Devin oh. Singletary still, I mean, I still. <laughs> I still like the cases out. So. Yeah, I still, I, you know, I wouldn't put him in that in that top fantasy running back, you know, <laughs> category. But seven, Devin Singletary as a flex this year. He improved. Very solid. Very Devin solid. Singletary you know what I mean? I, I have confidence starting him in a flex every week. Not that I do. I don't have, I mean, I do have Singletary on the team. I don't start him every week. Just because the way my team's built, but if I was starting him as a flex every week, I'd be confident that he's going to get me eight to at least eight to twelve at minimum. Yeah. yeah See, yeah. Kev, in in the when when I hear most impressive, Devin Singletary isn't someone that first strikes me, but somebody that has never had, watched football before has been like, "Damn, that guy's impressive." No, but <laughs> I was I was going to compare it to another guy I have on my list, and also a, a fan favorite of yours, but. This guy has been more consistent, more around, kind of, than Devin Singletary is, at least on, on the value level. And Josh Jacobs has impressed me a little yeah. bit more than, than than a Singletary has, honestly. So, I don't know if that's something that, that you would agree with. I think the Bills would still be as successful, if not more successful, without Singletary. And it's all right. We'll just wait until we get CMC anyway. Yeah? yeah. CMC? What about, what about James Cook getting a little bit of a bigger role? Yeah. That doesn't mean anything He'll to you? He'll be an understudy once CMC's in town. You'd give CMC the full load? Oh, yeah. You'd give it all the load. Yeah. <laughs> all right, back to the most if impressive. Came, if he came to Buffalo. Um, give me Damon Pierce. Okay. Give me Damon well. Pierce. Again, to play on the Texans, to be kaputs, then set the record for the most missed tackles in an NFL game with 17, and then just three straight weeks he's been a top, I think, a top seven fantasy yeah. running back. So, again... Super impressive. I know everyone was like, oh, he's going to get overdrafted in the fourth, fifth round. Uh, please. Yeah, legit. I'll trade you a fourth, fifth for him. <laughs> like, <laughs> At this point, for sure. And I'll go back to the disappointing side. And I'm just going to call out these two wide receivers because, man, it's really disappointing. Like, I made a case for y'all. I drafted y'all. And you're killing me. Juju Smith-Schuster and Allen Robinson. Oh, Juju getting eight targets a game and producing, you know, the way he is, like, 
that's come on, man. Like, and Allen Robinson, like he's not even getting eight targets again. He might not have eight targets this season. Like, I don't know what the deal is. The Rams still get the ball to Cooper Cup, so like Allen Robinson just must not be getting open. But I don't know if those guys have been disappointments for you guys, but I really had high expectations for the both. I wasn't thinking, you know, a thousand yards, but at least eight hundred and a couple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll double down on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so I got two more two more wide receivers on my disappointing list. One more due to injury than anything. First one's Keenan Allen, obviously. And again, we're talking fantasy. We're talking the first five weeks. Keenan Allen was the first wide receiver I drafted in one of my leagues, and he hasn't even been in my lineup for the last four weeks. So tough bid there. Second one, very, very big disappointment. Um, especially. <laughs> You're going to tell me Terry McLaurin isn't the disappointment this year. No, dude. He's playing with Carson Wentz, and his worst game was eight, and he's put up, I think, like his highest was like 18 or something. Buddy, he was putting he was putting up fifteen a week with Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke is literally working at a at a Walmart in Little Rock. Dude, he's the backup A, and the divisions literally has three four win teams. It's the only division with three four win teams, and they're not one of them. Dotson is getting more targets than McLaren. Curtis Samuel's getting more targets. That's because the quarterback should be at Walmart. What do you want? So so let's let's see how you guys you know really value Terry McLaurin here right like let's let's go a little off script and I want I want to hear some names I'll, I'll rifle off some names and I want to know if you're picking McLaurin or the guy I name okay mm-hmm. for the so rest of the season yeah yeah fantasy wise okay right. Christian Kirk or Terry McLaurin Christian Kirk ah first disagree all right Take McLaurin T Higgins or Terry McLaurin T, T. Higgins okay okay. This guy isn't back yet. D Hop or Terry McLaurin? D Hop. Yeah, I get it. I guess yeah, D Hop. Okay. Mike Williams or Terry McLaurin? Terry McLaurin. Mike, Mike Williams. <laughs> wait, wait. So, so a dude who's the number one right now, while the while the actual number one's hurt, ain't outperforming McLaurin. But you think it'll get better when Keenan Allen's back? Yep. Don't even make sense. <laughs> Makes total sense. No, oh, it doesn't. Guy's getting number one coverage. When Keenan Allen's back, he won't. I'm pretty sure week one he put up a dud while Keenan was there. Yeah, that's because Justin Herbert looked like he never threw a football before. Crazy. That's funny. All right, I want to talk about one more impressive player and one more disappointment. And I don't know if one of you guys want to say this last one because I'm not going to mention it, but I can't believe to this point no. nobody has mentioned Russell Wilson. The most disappointing player this season. By yeah, God. but he's got a hot wife, so it's all good. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> it's just like, how long, like... I feel like that nice guy stuff annoys you when you suck. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Kirk Cousins coming to the presser all nice. Like, how much can you actually see that while the the Washington Redskins, when he was their quarterback, while they sucked? You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just He was like, never this bad. Yeah. No, and, and Russell Wilson, I mean, like, you heard him at the presser, like, Broncos country. Let's ride. You saw that the energy was out, but it was just like... I get I get the principle of it. Yeah. This, this was... Some this was a team I had in my my top ten before the season when we did our first round of power rankings before the season started. I had all four of the AFC West teams. I guess that's where I fucked up. Think of this: the NFC East has the best record combined, and the AFC West I think is up there. I think besides the AFC South has like one of the worst records. Bananas. It doesn't even make sense. Bananas. The all Jets right. are would technically be the two right in in the AFC that's great. West. All right, last Tua. Tua. Impressive. We didn't think. We didn't think. Right? We didn't think. And Tua did it. 
he made that offense, I don't want to say successful, but he made it all work. And he produced two fantasy-relevant wide receivers, two relevant wide receivers, a winning football team that beat the Ravens. Beat the Bills. Beat the Bills. I, I, I really do think he's the perfect hand do I, on Breeze. Do I, need, yeah? do I need to hit the Tua real quick? What's the Tua? You don't know the Tua? Fall through the oh, table. It's, oh, it's the most trending thing ever. The Tua, get in the middle of a dance circle, and you just stumble over. You just give it a little stanky leg. Oh That's the tour, man, you know? That might be the Naheem Hines kid. Yeah. He hit the stanky leg Oh, my bad. God, he did. He was running. He had the, the stanky leg with some power, too. That was, a, that was actually pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any any other names that we want to share on this list? For disappointment? Yeah. Najee Harris. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's up to you. Guy stinks. Love Dad. it. So who's more disappointing, Najee Harris or Kyle Pitts? Najee. At least for me. I didn't, I didn't expect Pitts. Think of this. Najee was going to yeah, the first no. round. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I think at the position, like at their respective position, I think Pitts is more of a disappointment, but I think overall Najee's more of a disappointment. I feel that. Because you got to think like Marcus Mariota stinks. You know what I mean? I know. Atlanta stinks. But like why? See, that's the thing is I don't know why anyone thought with them tanking he would get better. Yeah. Like I don't know. I've never been high on him. I I just can't do it. We've never seen One of my beware plays in the beginning of the year. Yep, not for him. I do have a couple names to add to the impress list, though. Let's hear it. Got Leonard Fournette, that's and that's a personal one for me. I know a lot of people were high on him. I wasn't. Guys playing good football. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. He's not. He's definitely not disappointing. I don't say he's. I'd say he's consistent with what he was. But yeah. I guess like just in your category, yeah. at least. Amon Ross, St. Brown, very impressive yeah. when he's healthy. Yeah, that's one that was missed. Um, and then this one, another one, and I don't. I, I, I don't want to make it sound like this guy stunk because he didn't. But I put Jalen Hurts on mine because if you had told me coming into the year that after week five, me, Kevin Sinatra, would literally be debating, you Jaylen know. Jalen Hurts as MVP frontrunner? As MVP frontrunner, Jalen Hurts as arguably playing the best football out of any quarterback in the league so far. Like, yep. next to Mahomes, next to Josh Allen, next to Lamar. I knew Jalen Hurts was going to be good this year, especially after getting A.J. Brown. Did I think the Eagles were going to be 5-0? and No. Did I think Jalen Hurts was going to be putting up 30-plus a week? No. So he's impressed me. Absolutely. Lou, before we wrap up the episode, do you want to show your top five teams in football since you missed the power rankings top, last week? Top five teams in football. In order. Um, in order in from order. either 1-5 to five or 5-1. Five to one. I'll go 1-5. through five. Buffalo. Okay. Kansas City. Okay. Philly. Okay. Mm, that's a tough one. That's Dude, a tough one. My list and Kev's list were really different. I'm going to go Tampa 4. That's what Kev did? Because the defense is the best in the league right now, and they have – I mean, the offense just has to wake its ass up. Then 5. Mm. It's hard, though. No one's good. <laughs> like, after that. Like, no one's really that good. Yeah. Like, who do you trust after that? Yeah, I forget I forget who my 5 was. I think my 5 – Dallas Cowboys? I had the Cowboys. No, the Cowboys were lower. I want to say my 5 might have been like – Little Ravens? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let, let me check the standings. I have to see where people are. I'm, I keep forgetting where people actually stand. Maybe like the Giants? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'll, I'll do a tie between the Vikings and the Ravens. Okay. I really I like Minnesota. It. I have them here. I, I felt like the top seven of these teams in my top ten list were 
really solidified. I didn't have Tampa in my top seven because I feel like they just really look old. I think that we all know that Tom's really going through some shit. And if that offense is gets banged up like they have been to start the year, they're not going to be able to produce like that. The defense is balling. Though. I think I think me and Tom Brady need to grab dinner. Because... I mean, dude, if he finds a, a baddie and then he forgets all about his kids like he usually does, <laughs> he's getting go mode. That's so funny. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's getting, everyone listen. tells you to get a kid you don't even talk to. All right, since the Sandbox he's fans, that, you like that? That is going you to like wrap that? things up for this episode of Most Impressive and Disappointing Players of the Year. We'll see you guys real soon. Stay tuned for the Fantasy Rankings in our Meet and the People series with Chris Lanzelli.